account of who you are and what it is that has befallen you. My name is probably familiar to your ears. I'm Alexander Holder of the banking firm of Holder and Stevenson of Threadneedle Street. The name was indeed well known to us as belonging to the senior partner in the second largest private banking concern in the city of London. What could have happened then to bring one of the foremost citizens of London to this most pitiable pass? We waited all curiosity until with another effort he braced himself to tell the story. I feel that time is of value, sir. That is why I hastened here when the police inspector suggested that I should secure your cooperation. I came to Baker Street by the underground and hurried from there on foot, for the cabs go very slowly through the snow. That's why I'm so out of breath, for I am a man who takes very little exercise. I feel better now, though, and I'll put the facts before you as shortly and yet as clearly as I can. It is, of course, well known to you that in a successful banking business, as much depends upon our being able to find remunerative investments for our funds as upon our increasing our connection and the number of our depositors. One of our most lucrative means of laying out money is in the shape of loans, where the security is unimpeachable. We have done a good deal in this direction during the last few years, and there are many noble families to whom we have advanced large sums upon the security of their pictures, libraries, or plate. Yesterday morning I was seated in my office at the bank when a card was brought to me by one of the clerks. I started when I saw the name, for it was that of none other than, well, perhaps even to you I had better say no more than that it was a name which is a household word all over the earth, one of the highest, noblest, most exalted names in England. I was overwhelmed by the honour and attempted when he entered to say so, but he plunged at once into business with the air of a man who wishes to hurry quickly through a disagreeable task. Mr. Holder, I have been informed that you are in the habit of advancing money. Well, the firm does so, and the security is good. Yes, well, it's absolutely essential to me that I should have £50,000 at once. I could, of course, borrow so trifling a sum ten times over from my friends, but I much prefer to make it a matter of business and to carry out that business myself. In my position, you can readily understand that it is unwise to place oneself under obligation. For how long do you want this sum? Well, next Monday I have a large sum due me, and I shall then most certainly repay what you advance, and with whatever interest you think right to charge. But it's very essential to me that the money be paid at once. I should be happy to advance it without further parley from my own private purse, were it not that the strain would be rather more than I could bear right now. If, on the other hand, I am to do it in the name of the firm, then in justice to my partner I should insist that, even in your case, sir, every business-like precaution should be taken. Oh, I should prefer to have it that way. He raised up a square black Morocco case, which he'd laid beside his chair. You have doubtless heard of the Beryl Coronet? Oh, yes, one of the most precious possessions of the Empire. Yes, precisely. He opened the case, and there, embedded in soft flesh-coloured velvet, lay the magnificent piece of jewellery which he had named. There are thirty-nine enormous barrels, and the price of the gold chasing is incalculable. The lowest estimate would put the worth of the coronet at double the sum which I've asked. I'm prepared to leave it with you as my security. Well, I took the precious case into my hands and looked in some perplexity from it to my illustrious client. Hmm, you doubt its value? Oh, no, no, not at all. It's, I only doubt... Yes, the propriety of my leaving it. Yet you may set your mood to rest about that. I shouldn't dream of doing so, were it not absolutely certain that I should be able in four days to reclaim it. It's a pure matter of form. Is the security sufficient? Oh, uh, ample, yes. You understand, Mr. Holder? 
that I'm giving you a strong proof of the confidence that I have in you, founded upon all that I've heard of you. I rely upon you not only to be discreet and to refrain from all gossip upon the matter, but above all to preserve this coronet with every possible precaution, because I need not say that a great public scandal would be caused if any harm were to befall it. Any injury to it would be almost as serious as a complete loss, for there are no barrels in the world to match these, and it would be absolutely impossible to replace them. I leave it with you, however, with every confidence, and I shall call for it in person on Monday morning. Seeing that my client was anxious to leave, I said no more, but calling for my cashier, I ordered him to pay over fifty one-thousand-pound notes. When I was alone once more, however, with the precious case lying upon the table in front of me, I could not but think with some misgivings of the immense responsibility which it entailed upon me. There could be no doubt that...